Hello, this is Norma Sheehan from the Heal Your Hole podcast, asking you to heal my hole for a change. The hole in my pocket. It's just a small one-off payment, no subscriptions, takes 30 seconds to do apparently. So you need to follow the support this show link in the show description. And every payment increases my healing power. So I can continue to tend to your lazy holes, hairy holes, needy holes, itchy holes, money holes, smelly holes, arseholes. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hello and welcome to episode number 67 of the Heal Your Whole podcast with myself, Norma Sheehan, where we will look at all the various holes in your life, physical, mental, spiritual, emotional, financial, comical, sexual, and we give them all a good thing too. Last week I did Open Water Hole with the fabulous Coach Mick. Um, you can catch him on Swim Well, Swim Fierce on Instagram and sign up. He's a Leinster champion of open water and he does lessons, um, individual, group, triathlon, whatever you want to do. And this week I've struck gold again with the wonderful Caroline Grace Cassidy, one of Ireland's best writers. She has fitted so much into her life. It is ridiculous. And she's the same age as me. It is not fair. Um, she's been an actor, director. Um, she is, God, uh, she's actor, director, podcaster, screenwriter and a million billion books. Well, OK, maybe I don't know, 10 or so. Um, so she's another one coming out now called The Unexpected Love Story of Lexi Byrne. I think I got that right. Um, I haven't read that one yet, but um, I'm looking forward to it because... Um, and I tend to do a lot of reading on the toilet, so probably get piles now when she uh, when she brings this one out. I know, hopefully not. Um, so basically, I'm going to ring her now and um, pretend not to be a fan. Just be very cool, calm, collected. Here we go. Hi, Caroline. Sorry, I can't take a call. Leave a message, and I get back to you as soon as possible. Thank you. <laughs> Hi, Caroline. This is Norma. Oh, you're trying to ring me. Here we go. Um, hang on. Hang on. Is it going to work this time? She's a busy lady. Busy, busy lady. Like, she literally would put the rest of us to shame. Here we go. Caroline girl! Please answer. <laughs> I've no one else to talk to. Hello? Hello, don't say fucker bugger. I'm, we're recording. How are you? I will say nothing of the sort. I will keep it as clean as my kitchen sink. <laughs> oh, and I'm hoping that is filthy as filthy as my own. It is very, very filthy right now. <laughs> um, so how I'm very good. Sorry, I'm a few minutes late ringing you, but there's a storm. Actually, I don't know if it's outside your window, but there's a thunderstorm. So I was out in the car all set up with me cushions and stuff, you know, and I'm now kind of half under the bed. I had to come back in. Yeah. Have you a storm there? No, we have blue skies and sunshine here. Mother of Jesus. It is a crazy country. Crazy country. It's crazy. It's a, which was like that, you know, I was, it was down in Galway, it's Fla, like I was saying to you, and left Dublin and it was like, you know, that scorching hot. And as soon as we pulled it to Galway, absolutely like black skies, lashing rain. I brought nothing. I brought no coats for the kids. I brought no leggings for the kids. <laughs> it's like, 
then it cleared up sort of for the next day. But all Friday was horrific weather down there. Have you have you got a film in pre-production or production or development? So I, I, yeah, I have two in development. Um, so the one I have, first one I have is called The Quiet Woman, which is, um, so it's in development. So that was sort of a Screen Ireland developed film. And uh, I wrote it with another writer called Kira Geraghty. So that's in the development world. And is that is that Kira that you do the podcast with? That's his. Yes, yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Lovely Kira Geraghty. She's a uh, she's a fab writer. But it's our first kind of. We we wrote this again as a short, and then Screen Ireland thought maybe it had legs to be you know pushed out into a feature. So fantastic. So that's uh, in the ether somewhere, Norma. And then my Bride Squad Runaway book, which was out last year, we're very busy in development with that one. That's a given, really. I've I've heard on the grapevine that that's going to happen because, like reading that, it felt like a screenplay. Yeah. Well, can I tell you what we did there, right? Uh, between you and me and the wall. I, I, I say this is a joke, obviously. But anyway, we did write it as a screenplay a couple of years ago. And you know yourself, it's it's just, it's, it's so hard to get anything made, um, you know, at the best of times. So anyway, we kind of took stock and stepped back and we said, you know, you know what, let's go back and write it as a novel. Try okay. and get it published. And then off the back of that, because, you know, I think a lot of producers jump on the novels more so than a fresh screenplay. Okay. Yeah, it's been a long journey, but it was a very planned and structured sort of, you know, way to sort of get us. Yeah. Well, that's good because you're like I was telling the listeners there before I rang you, um, like you're just you're unbelievable. You exhaust me with the list of stuff you've actually done and like the amount of careers you've had and dabbled from podcasting to directing to acting to like it's, it's insane. But just even the, it's lovely to hear that you had the screenplay written and even someone at your level was still struggling and had to go back and write the book because I like I'm uh, I've written a screenplay and I got, you know, support and then it just died a death. And then someone came to me going, make it into a book. It's like it's literally like they were going, oh, my God, it's it's so easy to turn that story into a book. And then you could do the, the screen version of it after. So it it is warming to hear that there are that you have to adapt every day to try and succeed. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, like you know, it, it's uh, it's such a tough business to sort of, you know, you, you're always on the ladder somewhere, but just to try and, you know, keep climbing it is really tough. And am, I, am I right, though, that you take well to rejection? Because, like, you really dipped your toe in stardom on, this, on the screen as well. Like, say, you were mingling with the likes of Natalie Portman and Jim Sheridan and whatever. And then you just kind of, I think it's smart people like you who go, I need five milking cows or I need X amount of strings yeah. to my bow and you never know when stuff comes back around or all your acting experience is then played into your writing is played into your directing is played into your you know it, it's all connected yeah it's all linked but you know the, the acting stuff which I I loved but I, what, what sort of pushed me into being a writer uh, was literally being pregnant you know because I, I couldn't yeah. you know I wasn't going for auditions and you know, I was sort of getting at that jaded stage where I was spending my pennies that I had, you know, parking and, you know, down in the courtyard three times a week. And did it. But anyway, I just said, because I'd had the time and I'd always wanted to tackle the novel, but I just never, I was always kind of, you know, trying to get auditions or, you know, you're, you're doing stuff and self-taping stuff. But anyway, when I was sort of had stuff, you know, when I had time on my hands, I just said, "Look, I'll try it." And uh, you were too fat to you were too fat to audition because they never they're never going to cast. They don't even cast a pregnant woman as a pregnant woman. They'll always get well, someone with a bump, a fake bump. That, sorry, fake know, bump. Yeah, exactly. Unless maybe it's a, a, you know for an ad or something. But otherwise, it's like no, go away. We we'll give you the bump. Yeah. So it's uh, yeah, it was more sort of just 
out of first curiosity and then second, I suppose, necessity to try and still fit myself into this artistic world, you know, and try and say, okay, I can do this because I can't do that. So there's always, um, you know, there's always a way, I think, within this business. To and did, did you find... did you do a, a competition to, to get you kickstarted? Yeah. Like, did do deadlines help you? A deadline hanging oh, over I, you? Absolutely. Like you're so bang on. Like I, I had. What was it? I think there was a. It was the, called the morning show. Actually, it was on TV Three, and they had a write a bestseller competition. Mm. And I think it was. I honestly think I'm trying to. Think, I think it was only a six. It was about six weeks. I, I missed the beginning of it, so I'd only six weeks. But that was what kind of drove me. No, I'm gonna get this in. I'm gonna set. You know, I, I'll get it finished by then. And I did, and sent it in. Now I didn't win it, but I was the runner-up, and I got a three-book deal out of it. So it was a, it was well worth the push. That's unreal. Give us the name of the three, the three books. So the first one that I wrote that I sent in for the competition was called When Love Takes Over. So that was then I, you know, you get the call from, it was Coolberg Press at the time. And they're like, um, you know, we'd like to tell you, you, know, you didn't win. You're like, oh, but you know, we did, you know, you've got this three book deal. And they're like, yes, I'm going to, I'm not buying my makeup and pennies anymore. I'm going to buy my makeup and pennies. <laughs> and then, you know, then the contract comes and you're like, yeah, no, I'm still buying my makeup and pennies. And now now you're buying your children's makeup as well. You've, haven't you a do, a do, you've, have you one daughter or two daughters? I have two daughters. Yeah. So, uh, Grace is 13 and Maggie is nine. So, yeah. The, yeah, you're the very, very girl. similar to myself. I have two 13s and one 11. So, there's three girls yeah. here. It's all about the fake tan and the, 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 the Daisy Dukes or the, whatever those shorts are. Yeah, so I, I was, you know, I was messing with it. She's into Hollister now, so I was going to get, you know, one of those bands around your head with the torch on the front, you know, that they wear, like, yeah. if you're going underground to the mines. I said, I could have heard that next time we go to the shop. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you're so embarrassed, but, like, you just can't see a second thing. Oh, no, Which constant idea. embarrassment. I nearly got kicked out of her. Uh, we were dining outdoors recently. I nearly got sent home because I ordered the wrong thing and I sat the wrong way and I brought the wrong shades. And they actually took me shopping for clothes beforehand because you're such a state and you'll embarrass us in public. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Anyway, sorry, I interrupted there. So back to back to yeah, you, you you are in millions writing books. Now I've heard it's tough that you really have to be hard at it and constantly streaming them out in order to keep yeah. an income. Well, that's the thing, and also because Ireland is so small. Like I mean, you just look at our charts, for example. You know, so the top ten, like so the number ten bestseller will be two hundred copies. Now you know it's impossible to 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 buy. You know anything on only selling that amount so I think it's also to do with just the population of the country it's just we don't buy a whole lot of books here really I think we're you know there's a lot of ebooks that are bought now and kindle and and podcasts so I just don't know whether people aren't reading as much or you know it is going but you know you're reading on your kindle or you know you're buying things for 99 cents so how did then, how did covid affect it how did covid affect with the bookshops closing um did yeah, you really tough you know really really tough so I mean you know I I didn't release a book during COVID, thank goodness, but like a lot I did, like Kira, who I was just talking about there, and, you know, Carmel Harrington, lots of really big writers, and there was nowhere to buy them. You know, you, you couldn't buy them anywhere. So yeah. people d- tend not to buy books online. It's kind of, a, you know, you get a lot of passing trade when, you know, if you're going into Easton's for something else and you see a book on the shelf and you pick it up. So with all, without all that, I think it, it was really difficult. And prob- probably the airports as well. The airports are a big one, I aren't think- they? 
huge, like absolutely. The airports are huge for books. So, you know, most people will just wait until they get there to buy their holiday read because they don't want to put it into the case. Or So, yeah, you're missing out on all those sales. But I just think as, as a writer during it as well, I found it really difficult because, like, for me, like, I'm such a nosy cow. You know, I listen <laughs> in to people on the bus or if you're in the bar, you're listening to people and you're watching people. So when you're that isolated and just stuck in your own house, it's very hard to be creative and to, you know, sort of develop characters and plots. And yeah, so I did find, I found that hard. So the one you're releasing at the moment is Unexpected Love Story of Lexi Bourne, correct? That's correct. I was 39 and a half. <laughs> so, so I haven't, I haven't read that one yet, but that's, that's. So that's, yeah, so that comes out now in, in two weeks. So, um, uh, yeah, you have a copy on the way to there. Ah, uh, great, it's, great. It's a kind of a, you know, it's, it's, it's an observational story I wanted to write for a while, which is just watching a lot of women when they hit 40, kind of, oh, oh, you know, sort of looking around, the head comes up and you're like, oh, yeah. you know, time's running out here, time's running out here. Um, yeah. and, and it's something that I just wanted to sort of delve into and, and you know, I don't know. So, so the character basically is, is uh, even though she's forty, she refuses to settle for anything less than you know someone who she absolutely is madly in love with. And which all, doesn't all exist. Time. Like it doesn't exist, lads. It's like girls. Anyone listening out there, you just find someone who will put up with you, and you put up with them. Like I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we're trying try to keep that idea that, you know, that, you know, that unbelievable lust and, oh, my God, the chemistry that, you know, is just... <laughs> sure, that's called a fuck. Like, I mean... Like... <laughs> anyway. Exactly. Yeah, one night and it's done. But yeah. It was just literally just that idea of, you know, trying to find that or, you know, what that is, you know, it, it hugely influenced the book by Dirty Dancing because I remember like being 16 and, oh, wow. you know, when Johnny walked into Kellerman's and, you know, you just put your pickle on everybody's plate, college boy. And, you know, oh, I my God. I've watched that film. Like, I've watched that film, I mean, possibly a hundred times. I know, I know. Like, but I mean, just that sort of visceral chemistry that, that they had, you know, it always... Since I was that eight, since I was so young, sixteen or so, it always had fascinated me that yeah. you know, God, can can people really have that kind of chemistry? So, so it's kind of that, and it's fun read, and it's also sort of a, a best friend story. It's it's these mm. two girls. She meets this guy basically in the brazen head on Paddy's night on the night that she really doesn't want to go out, but she's dragged in. Yeah. But he lives in the Cotswolds, and uh, he sort of invites her over, and her friends like, you can't go over. You only met him once, so she goes with her. And, uh, of course, when she gets there, like, sort of, you know, all hell breaks loose, so she sees who he really is. So it's a it's kind of a friendship um, story uh, underneath it all, really, you know. Don't don't ignore the besties for the, for the ride. Yeah, because, like, I'm kind of here picking your brain as well. I'm mad for throwing in random plots that are barely believable. It's, how do you get the... How do you get the balance between throwing in crazy plots to keep people hooked and fascinated... But yet, because obviously life is stranger than fiction, even. But um, yeah. but yet, keep it people keep people connected in believability of the whole thing as well. It's yeah, it's funny, you know. I think I think since Netflix and since you know Amazon Prime and, and, and all this, I, ju- I think we're bombarded with not letting our brains settle and just take a little time to you know with, so if there isn't action. You know, people aren't really okay with not constant action anymore. And it, it goes for books as well. Yeah. So you kind of, like, you know, when you write a screenplay, I suppose you're writing in three acts, you know, you're sort of beginning, middle and ending. And, and a book is, is very similar as well. But you have to finish and start each act with a cliffhanger. You know, you've got to, you know, yes. you're waiting. 
So, I mean, I'm... It's like the ad breaks, really, isn't it? It's like it's... Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. Like you can take, it's, that's exactly what it's like, you know. But you know, as a writer now, you've only got, you know, maybe two pages, three pages max, where there isn't a real, oh, what's happening next? Because people just want to, you know, it's 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 harder. I think yeah. years ago, like, you know, sort of when Mae Vinci was writing, you know, there was, there was quieter, there was a lot more time to just explore yeah. language and prose, and I, I just don't think books... And even, no. even back in those days, like, if a book started describing the shape of a branch for more than half a page, like, I'm out of there. Yeah, yeah. but like, even if we take normal people, you know, as the novel versus the TV show, and even though the TV show was quiet, I, I, I you know, I found normal people quite a difficult read just because I hadn't read something so slow-paced in ages. Yeah. You know, obviously then, you know, when you have the the visual and when you have Paul Mescal, you know, everyone's just like, that's fine, we'll, we'll just take our time and sit here and watch him drink a cup of tea. Yeah. But, you know, it's harder, you know, on the page to, to kind of have that. And actually, the, the, there's, there's with normal people, there's two people meeting from different sides of the tracks and it's the same in Dirty Dancing. Does your book have different sides of the tracks in, in Lexi Byrne? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's um, so it's Dublin. So he's a he's an English guy, and so she's a, an Irish girl. So yeah, instead of just you know you take in all the sort of the different, you know, we're just how different we are. You know, Irish people are very colloquial. I think you know we're used to certotain things, and you know, for example, when she goes over to the Cotswolds, there's this huge extended family who like give her a pain in the hole. Right. And um, <laughs> you know, so but it, but it's trying to you know, and it's also looking at that thing is when you hit forty. People come with baggage, you know, but most people have something, either they've a, a, an ex or they've a kid or they've a mother who's old or a father who's old, you know, there's, yeah. there's a lot more going on than when you meet somebody when you're 20 and you can just check off and, and travel the world or go to Thailand to do whatever you want. At 40, those options aren't there, really. Yeah, like you, you, you become you kind of pull your head out of your arse um, somewhere in your long, your 30s and you get sick of yourself and your downtime. I think that's when, when the babies kick in as well and all that. You go, do you know what? I can't look at myself anymore. I'm so so over myself. I might actually just try this child thing even though I wasn't that into it, but I'll give it a lash. <laughs> I'm Sandra and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com acast, and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com acast. Um, come here I was talking to um, I was talking to a friend of yours earlier for a work oh, thing yeah. and I'm going to give you a few hints and you have to guess who it is alright oh, ok ok so he said I said I'll, I'll be on to Caroline later then he said alright oh, um, ask her about her fishbowl fetish <laughs> now I I don't know like apparently you 
dropped your phone. You were driving. You had a fishbowl on your lap and you dropped your phone. Now, I thought that was the, the, the worst excuse ever to get off the phone from someone, to be honest. Is it actually true that you were driving with a fishbowl on your lap and you dropped your phone into the poor goldfish? Or So this is, uh, this is Michael Scott, right? Um, Great friend of mine. He, he, did a, he did an episode about dogs a few weeks ago. Um, doggy hole. It was bloody hilarious. Go on. Oh, I'd be Achilles, yeah. Achilles, doggy's hole. Um, no, I suppose I, I would be quite... Uh, people would always go mad because I don't answer the phone. I don't talk on the phone. It's, I just, I hate it. It's just, I, I don't do it. So. I'm very blessed to have you then. Very blessed. Yes. <laughs> well, obviously stuff like this. You know, if people are ringing you, you just, I'm, I'm always busy and I just don't have time or else I'm driving. But anyway, Michael would always slag me for years because I never answer the phone. You can't get me on the phone. But, uh, but you see, the problem on. with Michael as well is if you, you know there's going to be good chats. So if you only have a three minute window, there's no point in answering to Michael because he always well, has great stories. Yes. You need 20. You need 20 for Michael. There you go. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. You know, with two kids and jobs and everything you're doing, I don't really have that time. And like that, yeah, he'd be, uh, he'd be well off to the chats for ages. But no, so we do it. So it's a, it's an ongoing uh, slag now that he always says he texts me if I won't answer. Is it in the fishbowl? Is the phone in the fishbowl? <laughs> <laughs> and he he said uh, he said your birthday is on Christmas Day. That's that's weird. That's correct. Yeah. And, uh, that's you know, horrific. Like, that's tra- oh, traumatic, nearly, is it? Yeah, you know, you think that, but then I used to milk it for okay. all this work. So like a couple of days before, they you know my parents try and make a big deal. And uh, so I'd end up getting like extra, extra presents because, you know, couldn't, I couldn't have the little parties that they'd have. So now I kind of, and then all day they'd go, don't forget now, it's also Caroline's birthday. Okay. I don't want, don't mind me, I don't care. <laughs> all that. So, no, it was, it's fine, actually. And the last thing he said was that you love riding horses. Riding? Horses. <laughs> yeah, you know what? I don't get to ride as much as I'd like to. Nobody does. <laughs> Be a rider. Be a rider. I obviously just got a mix up between writer and rider. But I would, uh, I would, I was show jumping as a kid, and then I think I just sort of discovered other things, and I just said, ah, yeah, here to heck with that. But uh, yeah, no, it's great. I mean, I, I do, I love horses. So do you still? Because I was brought up on a horse farm. Do you still ever get get a chance to get up? Like, do you do you, do you have one anywhere you can go and like? Do you go to a? Yeah. Well, my sister now, she's uh, one of the top equestrian teachers in the country, so she Great. has a couple now, yeah, just up beside us here. But you know what, I think, Norm, as well, when you stop horse riding and then you start to go back, the nerves start to kick in. Like, I had my ear bitten off by a, by a pony when I was a kid. Oh, fuck. Like, literally bitten off. So, you know, but I'm still okay then, you know, I was back in the next day. But then when you step away from it for a while, like, yeah. my sister's had her horse, they're like, a massive, you know, 18 twos, so... Uh, but now and then, I mean, I did. I went for uh, I went for riding to the Hellfire Club there a couple of months ago with her. We hacked up there and it was gorgeous. But uh, I'd be on a slow one now, you know. I'd say give, give me something tired. Yeah, no, the fear the fear definitely kicks in. And I like yeah. I, unfortunately on my dad's farm it was uh, thoroughbreds, so you'd be riding wow. r- riding 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 absolute lunatics and um, like a great great buzz whatsoever. But like at some point you go, do you know what? Horses aren't my thing for life, and I'm. I think I'm breaking enough bones here now to just back away for a while. Um, yeah, and the yeah, problem yeah, is, say yeah. if I was off in college drinking and I hadn't been home for months, and then suddenly you're thrown up on a, a thoroughbred, you, you, yeah. you're hung over. Your muscles aren't there. You don't have the muscles to hold. <laughs> like Mr. Mr. Floppy. Oh, completely. 
Um, but no, I've got I've great also memories, that, and I. That, um, horrific accent that Yvonne Connolly had. And I just thought that. I know. Was, I know. She's sort of hunting, and uh, oh yeah, she's a dreadful accent. So yeah. you know, yeah, it's been it's a really dangerous sport, as we know. But uh, oh yeah, and so it's yeah. like I'm mad into the swimming at the moment. There's people dying every day of the week. You just have to animals, uh, boats, yeah. swimming. You just have Goals. to. There's a reason there's a buzz off bungee jumping because there's a risk. There's a reason there's a buzz. Off. Like I've jumped out of planes to get buzzes. I'm bit of a nut job but like <laughs> you gave birth three times that was there were three good buzzes now in fairness two of them are twins so I, I only I only went to twice I was a bit uh, yeah 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 time time management time management <laughs> and come here you're you're, are you, you're, you're on um, the TV uh, TV well, no it's Virgin Media now with Elaine a lot um, would you ever tell her that I, I love going in and having a reason to wash myself if she ever needs someone on the panel there not to forget I me will, of course. yeah delighted to have you yeah well that's the thing I'm, I'm, I suppose I'm she's supposed to be eight years doing the show now but we're, we're um, still kind of there's only one person in now and you, the rest will be on Zoom ah, yeah, it's awful it. boring isn't it yeah, awful boring it's awful I hate it you can't you know it used to be the boys are going into the green room and chatting to the girls and you'd have a laugh before you'd go out and you know you're all sitting around it, it's different it's harder yeah it's certainly not as um it's not as much crack as it used to be. We used to just have such great fun, and it's harder for Elaine as well, trying to keep it together with people on screens and one yeah. person there. So yeah, I hope they they do bring back the, the full panel sometime. Because the humour goes out the window when you can't chat over each other with these all these zooms and stuff. You, you nearly have to put up your hand to say something. It's torture. It's awful, and I'm so conscious and not interrupting people that you're you're trying to watch them to see when they're finished, and the, and and it's yeah, you're right. It's really impossible because you lose the spontaneity. You know, you lose what you were about to say because yeah. you're wasting. You don't want to interrupt, and yeah, it's certainly you know, it's certainly a harder thing to do for sure. Yeah, and you're also writing. Are you, which art? Which um, rags are you writing on at the moment? Which what? Are you writing on the rags still? You know, the the magazines and. Yeah, I mean, no, I'm sort of by dipping. I mean, I do a like, good bit for Women's Way. You know, I love the girls in there. They're so nice. They've, yeah. all, they've always been really supportive for me for the book. So I do sort of the odd things there. I do a bit for Linda Marr for the U Magazine and Daily Mail. And, yeah. you know, you're just always kind of, you know, thrown in. But like you sound, you sound like a yes person. You're just a yes person. Yeah. Okay. Well, but yeah, do you sleep? Do you sleep? Yeah. <laughs> I do, but only after I drink a lot of wine. <laughs> and your publisher is good to give you a deadline then for the for the book thing just to to because yeah, no, you know I think it is yeah I think especially when you've kids and you know I'd be full time picking them up and dropping them off and so you know my main writing area normally in, in the school holidays is just nine to twelve like and that's it so you know people always say to me oh how do you do it just sit your hole down on the seat sit your hole type. down yeah like yeah. There's, there's no other way to, to do it and like, would you think if you had if you if they had a school day and you'd six six hours instead of three hours you might get more done in a three hour because you, you're better now at um prioritizing stuff and just using your time Absolutely. I mean, you know, I do envy all the writers go off up to Anna McCarrick, you know. Up to that ah, writer. fuck that. Said, fuck oh, that. Oh, they're getting their breakfast, lunch and dinner, hands to them. I mean, I'd probably knock out two novels, but then again, maybe... Well, no, because then you'd start writing about the shape of a branch and I, I, wouldn't, be, I wouldn't be interested in you. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> That's true. I probably would, yeah. I mean, ideally when I write, you know, I do humour and comedy is sort of what I try to sort of get into my characters a lot just for light relief you know but I think half the time it's more to amuse myself to get it, to get it in my own mind well as, as Michael Scott control. said Michael Scott said you were a complete and utter spacer lunatic mental that every day of your life could possibly be a novel in itself so <laughs> 
he just he enjoys it so much. And you also did the thing with them. Um, was it uh, Caroline Downey for during COVID? Did you did you produce yeah, that music yeah. video? Yeah, so we produced the Women in Harmony um, music video for Caroline yeah, early on, which was great because you know obviously that dream song was fab. And did you make money out? Did you how how well did you do for the for for whoever was a charity? It was for charity, yeah, yeah. It was all for. It was for. Well, it started off not really. We didn't know where we were going to go with it, and then I think it was sort of for women's refuge and domestic violence, and it went to uh, you know yeah. safe Ireland and sort of those. But um, no, I mean Caroline Denny. I know I listened to your your podcast with Joe there a couple of weeks ago. I know he was talking about Joe Conlon from the Gaty, yeah. Yeah, she's she's fab, Caroline Downey, and she's just so supportive and. Actually, she makes she makes even you look lazy. She makes you look a bit lazy. Yeah, to be honest. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know. Now, if I could just have her house, I'd be, I'd be happy. Yeah, well, apparently she's up. Yeah, she doesn't know it yet, but she's going to do a house swap with me pretty soon. So it's it's all yeah, 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 yeah. No, I haven't I haven't sent her the message yet, but she's yeah, she's definitely up for it. I can see it behind her eyes. Um. So the book is out in a couple of... What did you say? So it's out on the 12th of August, but like oh, yeah. today, basically. So years ago, you just your book would be out and that was it. But now you have to have a degree in marketing and advertising and Twitter and Facebook and Instagram and LinkedIn and anything else out there. And you just yeah. have to keep prostituting. Prostituting. I, that oh. was on the tip of my tongue. It was, yeah. like, it was like you sent me a text earlier going, yeah, yeah, I'd love to chat. Um, uh, something about... You, you said I love whores podcasts instead of your podcast you said something like you you're hoary and I was like do you know what that's okay I'm okay with that title and then you followed up with no your podcast I was like yeah okay okay that's that's all right I'll, I'll take either well, you, you literally yeah you do it's not um, and see now with books you have to keep pushing pre-sales which wasn't a thing when I kind of started eight years ago but but it changes all the time and you know it almost feels there that the easy part is writing the book oh dear okay yeah, well Jesus yeah, Christ yeah. I don't think I'll ever write one then I wanted to write one called Heal Your Hole that you'd read on yeah. a toilet and it just fell through last year I was too close to Christmas it was bad timing then I forgot about it this year kind of and I've, I've bits of it written it's just kind of one of those you're sitting on the toilet and 365 pages maybe or maybe even just 100 yeah well get on it I mean yeah. you know I'm the you know I'll, I'll chat to you again about sort of where you should you know look for that for publishers I do because a, a lot of my ideas come to me on the toilet, so it's 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 just it's unique. Really, right, well, you're probably the same. You'd be hiding in the toilet for a bit of peace. You've probably you've probably written chapters in the toilet. <laughs> I have a maiden seat in the shower. I just pull, pull the door across. And that's it. Brilliant. <laughs> I, must have, I spend more time sitting in my car actually in, in the in the driveway. If I, you know, if I know I'm going to be there, they're both in friends at the moment. But if I know I have to have silence, that's what I'll be in. Just the face. Yeah. Get out of the car. Well, the car, the car would have been better than this, actually. We're, we're Unfortunately, we're in the bedroom here and like, the second thing is overheating and everything. But sure, we, we do our best during COVID, don't we? We do we do what we can. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. We, we definitely do. So everyone has to get up off their hole and buy the book, uh, Unexpected Love Story of Lexi Byrne. And um, we have to support our writers. And you're like, I don't know, are you our top Irish writer? Is, who's, is Roddy Doyle better than you? Who will, I suppose... <laughs> <laughs> but there's a bundle of you like there's a few you know Claudia Carl oh, yeah, there's, there's, there's a Grindel tribe now Marian of, of, of writers yeah yeah there's, there's, I mean Jesus there's a, there's a whole bunch but actually you know one of the things when I came from the acting to the writing I couldn't believe how 
supportive the female writers were because you kind of used to being at an audition and you know people turn on their I back know. and you're whole, you know did you did you get those signs no are people giving you the wrong ones and then I just thought the writing community was just was very very you know open and probably lone, lonely people sitting at home who are dying to reach out to people yeah. unlike you with the two kids and and I can't believe you got your husband to mind someone else's babies I swear to God he's he sounds unique uh, he is, I know. does he do the cooking uh, and cleaning as well Oh, he does. Jesus, I don't do any of that. Do oh, Christ. That? What's his surname? I might have an affair. I, I, I was <laughs> not up for it up to now. But. He does all the cooking. Well, I do a bit of cleaning, but I don't do any cooking. No, I'll cook the kids' teas and that. But I mean, oh, yeah. What is it? Waffles and a fish finger? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't be doing a kids' cookbook now, but yeah. that way. I swear, if my, if, my gang, if, if my gang had waffles and a fish finger, now it would actually be five star because it's all, it's all about the jellies and the... Well, I suppose we had wham bars in our day and stingers and all of that, but it's Jesus, it's oh, all yeah. about the Haribos and the, the uh, yeah, I don't know, I don't even know what the new sweets are. Um, but oh, listen, I know it's uh, it's whatever keeps them happy, but like that, when I had them down at the at the flat, then they were just you know, it's just Pringles and Oreos and whatever you can get just, oh, just yeah. in the corner there while I'm having a pint. Totally, you know, like a, ba- a bag of chips is literally highbrow, yeah, totally, totally, yeah. Yeah, sure. I did it both nights. It was like pizza uh, from Doe Brothers in Air Square, sitting on the grass. Very posh. <laughs> very posh. I'm sure there was a sprinkle of basil. There was a little flake of basil on there somewhere. That, uh, yeah, oregano. Yeah. All right. Okay. I'm go- I'm going to let you go because I actually think my laptop's going to explode. Can you hear it? It sounds like it sounds like a fucking helicopter actually. Um, abort! 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 So the big thing is watch this space keep following yourself you've got a website carolinegracecassidy.com on Instagram you're Caroline Grace Cassidy are you Caroline Grace Cassidy everywhere? I am everywhere everywhere I'm Caroline Grace Cassidy yeah brilliant brilliant you are inspiring now I'm not just blowing wind up here whatever Um, and because you're I think we were born around the same time of uh, we were born the same year um, and like I just it's a mildly depressing that you've achieved three times more than I have, but it's okay. No it's okay. Way. It's okay. It's okay. I'm do, do, I've, I've potential. There's, there's a long life ahead. I'll be like, I'll be like Maggie Smith. I'll do it all towards the end, or David Kelly, or one of those. It'll be great. Get, get, go, get writing that book. Seriously. I will. I will. I will. Yeah, there's, there's a huge market for that. So get, get, get going on that. I will, and you better give Michael Scott a phone call there to give him some. Um, he gave me. He actually gave me some more dirt on you. Um, oh no, it was something about underpants. I'm not going to say it here. It's too dirty. <laughs> Michael and his husband's collection of different styles of underpants, should we say, in his house is, is to be um, but, but it sounds like they're colour coordinated and ironed and everything. Yeah, Unbelievable. I'm, I, I must go down and have a look. Okay, yeah. thank you very much. Thank you so thank much. You, Norma. And uh, we will chat another time, maybe. Absolutely, I'd love to. Maybe the next time we'll be able to clink a glass. Yeah, we might act together or, or, or coordinate somehow, somewhere in life. Great. Absolutely, I'd love that. I'll throw my children in there. Kevin can mind them, exactly. Bye! <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, she's so normal. Now, you see, in my head now, I'm her friend. <laughs> she's my friend, or whatever way it works. She's possibly have forgotten my name already. But like we're now, we're close, man. We're so close. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know you could relate to her though, couldn't you? And you kind of know that from someone's writing, if they're 
cool, funny, normal. Anywho, I uh, hope you enjoyed that. If you did, tell your friends. If you didn't enjoy it, shut your hole. Until next week. And uh, oh yeah, carolinegracecassidy.com is her website. And Caroline Grace Cassidy is, she's on Instagram and that's her on Twitter as well. Oh, C Grace Cassidy on Twitter. Um, so yeah, give her a follow and be sure to write her, not write her books. No, she, she doesn't have a ghostwriter. Read her books. Thanking you. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code Program.